Welcome to the Optimal Body Podcast. I'm Doc Jen. And I'm Dr. Dom. And we are doctors of physical therapy, bringing you the body tips and physical therapy pearls of wisdom to help you begin to understand your body, relieve your pains and restrictions, and answer your questions. Along with expert guests, our goal of the Optimal Body Podcast is really to help you discover what optimal means within your own body. Let's dive in. Before going into this interview, I just have to say how blown away I am at seeing all the feedback that we're getting from this full body low impact challenge and everyone who's going through it. Now, remember, this isn't made specifically as a challenge. This is made as a full body low impact plan that is on the platform. We just created it into a challenge by saying, hey, if you do this with us, you get a chance to win prizes and I'm going to show up weekly for you on these lives. Now, these lives really include a full breakdown of anatomy diet diagnoses and questions answered to help you understand different parts of your body. So we started off, we already did a live talking all about the feet complex and really helping people understand that foot ankle, how that works and how that plays a role up the chain of your body. And then next, we're going to dive into the knees and the hips and really unpacking what different diagnoses, what things were told about the hips, the SI, all these different things. And there's still an opportunity just to sign up onto the platform. You don't have to participate in the challenge you can still participate in the full body low impact plan or any of the 10 other plans we have available, plus get an opportunity to come onto these lives and continue to learn. So for only $24.99, or you can sign up for the year where it's 50% off of the year, which is $149. You can come into this platform to continue to learn so much beyond these podcasts. So I really hope you take the opportunity. We're going to drop that link below so that you can try a free week and it's just gen.health slash free trial. So in this interview, we are going to be tackling the pelvic floor and really bringing a lot of education on tools and supplements that you can use to actually benefit your pelvic health. We have a dynamic duo coming to tackle this interview, Heather Florio and Dr. Laura Mayhofer. Heather Florio is the second generation owner of Desert Harvest, which manufactures organic nutritional supplements and skincare products harnessing the power of the aloe vera plant. Heather works closely with medical professionals around the world conducting research and developing products for urology, pelvic health, dermatology, radiation oncology, and more. In 2012, with the retirement of her parents, Heather took over as CEO, bringing not only her management and operational skills, but also her passion for helping, advocating, and educating. Heather was also named one of the top 50 women in wellness by Authority Magazine in 2012, serves on the board of Northern Lights Health Center for Healthy Brain Aging, and spoke at the White House in 2016 on international trade. One of those medical professionals she collaborates with that's going to be teaming up with her for this interview is Dr. Laura Mayhofer, who's a licensed physical therapist specializing in the pelvic floor. After earning her degree from Mayo Clinic School of Health Sciences, whoop whoop, that's also my alma mater, Dr. Laura worked in pelvic health patient care, research, and education at Mayo Clinic before starting her private practice. Pelvic floor dysfunction can go untreated because it's so often still considered a taboo subject. Dr. Laura is passionate about demystifying the pelvic floor and creating a safe space to discuss and learn about these common conditions. So these two absolutely crush this interview. Heather brings so much knowledge about products and what is actually safe for the pelvic floor. And Dr. Laura Mayhofer really helps round that out well, giving tangible techniques on what you can do today to really benefit your pelvic health. Let's get to it. Heather and Dr. Laura, thanks so much for being with us today. We're super excited to talk with you two because, and I'm kind of intrigued because you both are kind of in 
different areas of health and helping people optimize their health, but you've kind of come together to, to help people in this area of pelvic health. So thanks so much for spending some time with us. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Well, and first of all, we just wanted to know how you guys kind of came to work together. Uh, Dr. Laura, I know as a pelvic floor physical therapist, you're probably more so treating patients on a day-to-day basis. And Heather running Desert Harvest, you know, this incredible company to see you guys kind of come together was really cool to see. So how did you guys kind of connect in that way? Um, well, I can kind of tackle that one. So, um, for I, we've been working in the pelvic health community um, in one way or another for, oh gosh, over 20 years and 29 years, I think at this point. And so we have really been foundational and really kind of supporting doctors, helping this grow raising awareness for de- via Desert Harvest. And and for us, it really became a mission during Pride Month this year that we really wanted to put out a trans pelvic health piece. We wanted people to understand the necessity of, of having pelvic floor th- physical therapy throughout transition surgeries and just understanding the needs of their pelvic floor. And so really when we wanted to do that, we knew right away, Dr. Laura, like that's who we wanted to work with. We reached out to her um, and said, you know, we we really should do this together. We should put out this awareness. We should put out this information. And I, you know, I'd say, Dr. Laura, like you, you, you were gung ho from, from the very beginning um, about this. Yeah. So I think uh, one of the things that's so cool about a company like Desert Harvest and working with people like Heather is that, uh, and I'm sure Jen and Dom, you guys can totally attest to this. We only get so much impact when we're one-on-one in a room with someone, which is great. But I wanted to be able to continue to help have a larger impact and allow everyone, just like the amazing listeners listening to us today, um, that there's a lot you can do without having to necessarily go in and see a physical therapist. Because the fact of the matter is it can sometimes be expensive or inaccessible for a variety of reasons. So it's been a real joy to have this partnership. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. I think, Dr. Laura, I want to go right there because you just said there's so many things that people can do at home to start to Mm -hmm. work on their pelvic floor, optimize their pelvic health. And I, I think that because that this is a topic that's just been so stigmatized, people haven't thought about their pelvic floor until they maybe have an issue or just haven't throughout life. There might be people out there thinking right now, well, I don't have any issues with my pelvic floor. So what can people do in home to just start to develop more awareness of what their pelvic floor is doing? Yes. So before I even dive into that, I'm just going to quick say the four functions of the pelvic floor. So no matter Perfect. what genitalia you were born with, we all have 26 pelvic floor muscles that attach behind the front of our pubic bone, which is at the bottom part of your belly, that firm bone. And then it slings like a hammock and it attaches into your tailbone and the very bottom part of your spine. And it helps to support our pelvic organs. It deals with sexual function. It helps with your bladder and bowel continence. And then it helps give support to your spine and hips. Mm 
So a really easy thing that we can all do right now is just gently try to tighten your pelvic floor like you're trying to stop the flow of urine or not pass gas. You should feel a lifting or pulling in together motion. If you let go of that, you should feel a dropping down, kind of going back to neutral motion. Now, if you bear down like you're trying to pass gas, you should feel your pelvic floor move down towards your chair if you're sitting or down towards your feet. So if you can appreciate those motions, you're a lot better than a lot of people. Um, but being able to see what is your pelvic floor doing throughout the day when you're moving is really empowering and can help you see, oh, if it's not lifting when I'm doing something active, then maybe I need a little bit more help here. I mean, that's such a good overview. And even as, you know, you're talking through it, anytime I've heard <laughs> anyone talk through the pelvic floor, you know, that's when I'm like, okay, what does it feel like? Am I lifting? Mm -hmm. Am I dropping? What's happening? What, what do I feel moving? And so it's always interesting. And I hope everyone listening was also doing that as well with us. <laughs> now, Heather, how does, was it recently that you came out with the wand or has that been something that you guys have had a part of your products? Because I saw that and I know for a fact that that can help with some uh, pelvic floor, especially when we're talking about tightness. Now, why did you kind of put that in in terms of your products and what you guys um, have available for people? Um, it was really important to us. Um, we we provide a lot of other pelvic health tools, uh, sexual lubricants, vaginal moisturizers, other products that can help um, with pelvic health tools. And we have always partnered with a company called IC Relief. And when they were looking to kind of transition at that point, um, we decided to take on their products um, and because we believed wholeheartedly mm. in them. We had been partnering with them for years and specifically why is because they use a patented borsillic glass um, specifically for their pelvic wands um, because it's non-porous, it's hard, you don't have to worry about dropping it, chipping it. And what that helps with with the pelvic wands is really, so there's a few tools in, in, in the chest for pelvic floor physical therapy. And one of those that you go straight to is dilators. We partner a lot of the times with Soul Source. They have some of the best dilators out there. Mm -hmm. And that's really when your, your, your um, vaginal vestibule has really just like an um, vaginismus. It tightens up and literally it, it, it's almost hard to get a tampon in there, anything. And this is, and Dr. Laura can go into this a little bit more about it being a, a muscular in where it just tightens. And as a result, um, with dilator work, um, you're able to help be able to kind of open that up little by little um, and also kind of feel around in there in the muscles. But sometimes a lot of us think, let's go straight to Kegels and, mm -hmm. and we need to strengthen our pelvic floor. In a lot of cases, it's not that your pelvic floor is weak, but in a lot of cases, it's very tensed up. It's too tight. And so what the pelvic wands do is to help get into those muscles. Um, for a woman, it's vaginally. For a man, it's anally. And then also, um, you can also do external work as well, utilizing this wand to help get to the muscles to kind of help release some of that tension within those pelvic floor muscles. Mm. And so that's what our wands do. Um, and in conjunction with like our Aloe Glide, 100% natural sexual lubricant, 
vaginal moisturizer is going to help with making it's not it's it's functional it's therapeutic most women think that i'm just going to go get some random product off of the shelf but two very important things and there's only a few products on the out on the market like Alloglide that are isoosmolar and pH balanced and so when we talk about pH it's important a uh, uh, woman's vagina is 4.5 so that is the ideal pH mm. um, and then the osmolality is how fluid water flows in and out of your cells your your vaginal wall your barrier your epithelial cells and and when we add chemical ingredients or other things to our biome, it begins to dry out that epithelial cell layer. So when we talk about osmolality, the vagina ideal osmolality is 290. Um, to give you an idea, desert heart, you want a products that go into or around your vagina within only about 80 points of osmolality, either lower or higher than 290. So for instance, Desert Harvest Alloglide is 308. Many other lubricants that you can find out on the market, the World Health Organization did an amazing study, which you can find online. And I mean, you're talking 2,000, 9,000, 10,000 osmolality. Oh so gosh. you're talking hyper osmolar and you're drying out those cells and literally they'll just fall out. So you've just lost your barrier of protection to STIs, to bacteria, mm -hmm. to yeast. And so it's, it's, it's really critical that when you're going to use these pelvic health tools that you also think about the products that you're using with them. I think, wow. yeah, I think that's so important. And actually, Jen and I wanted to ask a question that I think you answered pretty brilliantly so right great. there on yeah. how other lubricants out there on the market can increase your risk for infection or increase your risk for uh, swelling or irritation of the vagina. And I think you brilliantly put it right there based on, you know, the osmolality and how that liquid or that cream that you're using is so similar to the natural pH and osmolarity of the vagina itself. Um, Dr. Yeah. Laura, I had a question for you on yeah. use of the wand. You know, if, if someone yeah. wanted to use an easy magic wand, like, is it something that takes a lot of education for somebody to understand how to use in home? Are there resources that make it easier for people to understand? Or how would you kind of educate somebody on using a tool like that? Well, to first, since I know this is a podcast and I'm such a person who talks with my hands. So first <laughs> for everyone, if you're not familiar with the wand or what it looks like and don't think of like Harry Potter here. <laughs> it's kind of like a gentle S curve and it has different ends to it, which is great because you can use both sides. Mm -hmm. So again, like people were saying earlier, a lot of times when we think of the pelvic floor, we think about tightening. But what I really love about Dr. Jen and Dr. Dom's, your guys's platforms is that you talk a lot about strength, but also flexibility and range of motion. So a long muscle is a strong muscle. So mm -hmm. when you, to answer your question, Dr. Dom, um, it can be very simple to work with these wands. Um, I hope in the very near future to have a, some video resources on how to do that. But Again, just for everyone listening, if you look at your pointer finger right now, your first knuckle is about layer one of your pelvic floor muscles. Your second knuckle is about layer two. 
and your third knuckle is about layer three. So if you orient um, with the vagina, that 12 o'clock is towards the urethra and six o'clock, like a, the clock face is towards your rectum. You can do the same thing with the rectum where um, towards the urethra is that 12 o'clock position and then towards your tailbone is six o'clock. You can, it's really easy to find and treat those muscles. So if you were to just go about one knuckle in on the um, wand vaginally, and you go in the three or nine o'clock position and the five or seven o'clock position simply by gently pressing in and holding for about 60 seconds, that's like a trigger point release. Mm -hmm. And then using some really amazing lubricant while you're doing this, you can then just kind of glide over that muscle that you just treated, just simply moving, you know, very small degrees and that can help massage, stretch, and lengthen those tissues. And you can do that at each layer of your pelvic floor. Now, if you actually have some pelvic floor dysfunction or things where it's tender, then coming into a physical therapist and I really map out for someone their pelvic floor. So we specifically will say layer three on your right side at this angle is where I want you to press. Um, but it's, again, when we think about that accessibility, literally what you just listened to is what I would teach someone in session. So um, it's very accessible. That's so great. And a, and a really good visual to start to get an idea. When would someone be recommended? Like, is this a product that we should all have? And we should all mm. start exploring. Is this something um, for anyone to use? Is it specific mm -hmm. for those with vaginas? You know, um, I think it's important to understand the capacity of when this might be beneficial and for who. Oh, yeah, totally. So I'm going to um, kind of bounce off of you right now, Jen. Uh, again, I'm so happy for your guys' baby. <laughs> um, but like as you get closer to um, delivering, one of the things they'll recommend um, is to do perineal massage. And yes, you can teach your partner to do it, um, but sometimes maybe your partner isn't available, maybe you're just a, gonna be a single parent, totally cool. You could utilize this wand um, as a tool to do your own soft tissue technique. Mm -hmm. um, if you're someone who has constipation, urinary incontinence, pelvic pain, um, I suggest uh, getting this tool. Um, I know for me, and Dr. Dom and I covered this uh, a little bit on our Instagram Live, I know I have kind of a tighter pelvic floor. Um, I know that because I'll sometimes feel pressure and heaviness, and I feel it after I do like exercise. So if I'm doing lifting and I didn't really do some good diaphragmatic breathing before, all of that. So I'm someone who doesn't necessarily have some of the other issues going on, but I will use a wand um, to just do some gentle manual technique. And then I check in with that contracting and relaxing uh, afterwards to see, okay, um, is my full range of motion kind of back? So um, long story short, uh, 
if you're going to deliver a baby, if you have any pelvic pain, any urinary incontinence or constipation, uh, if you feel any pressure or heaviness, um, especially after activity, it can be really great resource. And also to speak, if it's just for vaginal people um, or people to use vaginally or rectally, and Heather can speak to this too, both both people can um, use this. You can use this in both locations. So it's mm-hmm. great for um, for all people, which I love because some people might have trauma and doing something vaginally isn't accessible. Some people mm-hmm. might have trauma and doing something rectally might not be accessible mentally. So being able to have lots of different ways to utilize this no matter how you identify from a gender perspective is huge. Mm. No, I think that's really important to bring up and kind of the sensitivity of doing internal work, even if, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're doing this work on your, on your own in the comfort of your own home. Um, that being said, I guess I have one little tack on question to that. Um, are there options or methods that people could use externally to explore more of the soft tissue methods on the pelvic floor that you recommend? Yeah, so I um, suggest this like squishy, there's the squishy ball and I can send you guys the link so you have it. Um, but it's it's kind of a little bit smaller than a softball. And you can actually just sit on that. You sort of put it in the perineal space. Again, doesn't matter what kind of genitalia you have. And then you do some nice, slow, gentle, deep breathing. And this ball is kind of right between the bones that you sit on and the perineum. And as you do your diaphragmatic breathing, when your diaphragm comes down, it takes all your internal contents and it pushes it into your pelvic floor. And the pelvic floor gently folds over this ball. And then as you exhale, pelvic floor moves up, diaphragm moves up. And so I will have people do that from anywhere between three to 10 minutes as a simple way to, address their muscles without having to do anything internal. And it, and the thing too, just to mention about the wands that um, Desert Harvest sells is there are two sizes, correct, Heather? Um, yeah. Yes. yes, which there, is great. Yeah, there's one so that if you're, you're pregnant and you need to reach down or you need to reach around um, to get anally, we have a longer version called the Easy Magic XL. And then we have a regular version that's just the Easy Magic that's kind of the standard size. Mm. Yeah. So again, being able to have all of these different tools like the ball, which is um, kind of a nice, pretty inexpensive resource, people will even bring it with them to work. Um, as a way to self-treat externally. I know um, my boyfriend has utilized it, again, after some heavy lifting. Um, it's a great way to kind of mobilize those tissues in you know, a really non-threatening way. And the wands can also be used a little bit externally for just mm-hmm. a little bit of external muscle work as well on the abdomen. Um, and, uh, that is definitely also possible. Um, I, my husband, although he's, he's like, can you use that on my back? (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. And, and Heather, I do want to speak a little into, I think it's really cool the way that this, your, your company desert harvest was really founded, um, off of helping with 
a bladder issue with someone in your family, and that's interstitial cystitis. Can we talk about that a little bit and how, you know, your initial, the the product that you guys really initially built off of can really help? Yes. So um, our company was founded in 1993. Um, My aunt had the bladder disorder, interstitial cystitis, or sometimes also termed bladder pain syndrome. Um, And this is the best way to describe this is imagine having a chronic, painful UTI that never goes away. Um, there, There is no cure. Um, the treatments are very limited and especially back in the early nineties, there was little. And, and when you went to the doctor, many times it was all in your head. Mm. Um, and it, it, it didn't even have a full clinical diagnosis at that point. And so when my aunt did get diagnosed by a urologist that specialized in this, we started looking for treatments and options and, and developed our concentrated aloe vera that we still use today for interstitial cystitis patients. This isn't the aloe vera you go to the health food store and get. This is a special, unique concentration that is meant for high doses and for long-term use. Aloe vera naturally has what's called anthroquinones in them. Uh, They are latex chemicals that um, can be carcinogenic to the colon long-term. Um, they can cause kidney damage, liver damage. Um, and so most of what's on the market is meant to be used as short-term digestive aids, not in a long-term course. Mm. Um, so what we did in our patented process was uh, developed a unique way to filter all of those out while still maintaining the high content of nutrients. Mm. And we still use that formula today in all of our supplements, all of our skincare products, um, uh, specifically because of that high nutrient content um, and because it's safe. So for instance, with interstitial cystitis patients in our double-blind placebo-controlled studies, clinical studies, um, we have an 87.5% response rate of some or complete relief of all symptoms with just taking our capsules. Um, And, uh, you know, we are following that up with uh, some more research right now at Wake Forest University where we want to further expand upon kind of the understanding of how it's interacting with the urothelial cell layer of the bladder. Um, and we, that same product goes into our, our CBD product, um, which we developed and introduced a couple of years back. Um, we did a bioavailability study with the University of Colorado IC42 lab, and we were able to actually show that it's 25% more bioavailable or systemic in the bloodstream than any other CBD product out on the market because of that aloe vera acting as a carrier. Wow. Um, we, we actually just introduced a lot of our m- recent research, which will be coming out um, and published later this year at FENS, the largest neuroscience conference in Paris just a few weeks ago. Um, and we uh, were actually able to discover the mechanism of CBD in the human body and how, um, what different types of chronic pain conditions it responds to and how. Um, and so we're really excited about that uh, research coming out um, just because uh, we didn't realize just how groundbreaking it was until we went to a neuroscience conference full of researchers. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's huge. Yeah, that's so cool. And I think it's so cool that it's it's a product that really was 
birth, you know, like you said, more than 20 years ago and how the research is still continuing to find ways in which this can be so beneficial, especially as an alternative product to some other things that are on the market um, that may not be as supportive to our bodies. Um, I kind of want to turn directions now. Heather, I know you mentioned a little bit earlier all the work, especially during Pride Month, that you all were wanting to do um, for the mm-hmm. transgendered community and the LGBTQ plus community, especially when it comes to pelvic health. And I know just in the LGBTQ plus community in general, there are so many different health disparities and barriers. Um, but when specifically now when we're talking about pelvic health and people who might be going through transitioning surgeries, I know that that even takes another notch up. So could you both just talk a little bit about some of the barriers that people experience in the transgendered community? Heather, do you want to go first and then I can piggyback off? Yeah, so one of the things, um, we spent um, a good week in June um, during Pride Month um, interacting with this amazing community of individuals um, and really getting to understand their 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 concerns, their their lack of education when it comes to making sure that their pelvic floor is part of their journey. Um, this doesn't matter what whatever anatomy you have down there. It is it, it is critical to address your pelvic floor. Um, we even address it. I wrote a um, book with a doctor at Duke University called The Musculoskeletal Mystery. And we address in this the fact that, and we're actually using it as course training now for uh, up, up and coming pelvic PTs. Because we want to address the fact that you have an orthopedic injury, you have, um, you know, uh, you're going to give birth, you're, you should focus on the fact that your pelvic floor, I was speaking to someone who had been in a car accident years ago, still continued to experience pain and couldn't figure out why. And I'm like, have you been to a pelvic PT? Mm-hmm. Um, have you addressed your pelvic floor? And in fact, with the um, wands, one of the biggest people that use them are the UK footballers um, over mm-hmm. in the UK. And, and this is specifically because we have seen um, during uh, that they get an injury on the field that they can get out three times faster back out onto the field and playing if they make sure to address their pelvic floor as part of their injury. And so for mm-hmm. us in in the transgender community, this was the same thing as if they're looking to go down the path or the road of, of uh, transition surgery. We wanted to make sure that they knew the resources and how they should address the pelvic floor. And that's that's where Dr. Laura comes in um, and and really pre- comprehensively detailed that for this amazing community mm. in June. Yeah. And to piggyback off of what Heather was saying is that a lot of times what I have found is that more people are becoming trans friendly, which is great, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily um competent in the care and it's like there are just specific kind of nuances there can be some things that are as um small small changes but they make a big difference for people like asking uh what someone's pronouns are Mm -hmm. and having that on your intake form and wearing a pronoun pin if you're at a clinic 
Um, and it can, that can be, have such a huge impact and can really set that alliance of working together so much, you know, for such success. Um, because a lot of transgender folks or gender non-conforming folks, you know, it's scary to go in. A lot of times they, I don't have the specific numbers, but a lot of times they're the ones teaching their providers what they need to do or mm. how they should be getting medicine or care or whatever, which I just can't imagine, you know, if I need something and I'm going to the doctor, like I don't want to be the expert on it. I want to know that I'm going to an expert for it. Mm -hmm. um, also, <clears throat> a lot of folks are discriminated against when they do go into the doctor and they do reveal kind of, okay, I'm trans or I'm gender non-conforming. Um, so it's really wonderful when you have brands who are willing to um, put out resources for people to access because uh, the LGBTQ plus community is so internet savvy and they can find so much stuff and do so much self-treatment. Um, and so I, you know, I think it's great to be able to, again, improve that access because a lot of trans folks don't have great insurance especially now what's going on in the world with things that they're changing. Um, you know, they, they just like are losing jobs and all of those things. And so the more that we can put out there and the more that we can help providers who are friendly become competent um, in care, just the better it's going to be. That is so hugely important and something that I know we've talked about on other podcasts and and continue to talk through with friends and clinics and and how can we continue to help this <laughs> medical system you know help mm -hmm. everyone and allow everyone to be seen i think it's so incredibly important and when someone is going through transition how would they go about then finding a physical therapist who might be able to be competent enough to um work with them in the capacity that they would need throughout that transition? Yeah. So <clears throat> one of the things that I think is super helpful, and uh, I have a YouTube channel, Laura Mayhoffer LLC, and there's literally a video that says, find a provider in your area. And this is applicable for PTs, but can be really any provider. So um, I list three different websites. Um, so you can use the American Physical Therapy Association uh, Move Forward website and you it has like things you can select to say pelvic floor. You can use pelvic guru and then also Herman and Wallace. So all of these have search engines based on your radius. And then um, they even allow providers to give write a little bio. So if someone goes on and writes a bio and says that they're trans friendly, that's going to be, you know, you're really batting a thousand there. Mm -hmm. um, then the next thing I recommend is actually to ask three questions. So um, the first question is, um, do you treat people with my condition? So and if you're a trans person and you're kind of nervous or afraid, um, to call if you have an ally that can kind of take some of that burden on for you. I really encourage you to ask for that help. But just calling and saying, I'm a gender non-conforming 
person or first you can ask to talk to the provider. Then you can say, you know, I'm a gender non-conforming person um, and I have urinary incontinence or pelvic pain, or I'm looking to come to you to make sure I kind of do a pre-surgery screen. Uh, have you treated anyone like me before? And then you can ask how frequently have you treated someone uh, like me before? And then lastly, whether you're going to get these techniques or not, I recommend to ask, do you, have you taken courses on how to do internal and external uh, techniques to the pelvic floor? Because mm -hmm. certainly a lot of people can treat and diagnose and do so many great things with the pelvic floor. But I do think there is uh, some, you know, you learn some good stuff when you have to go to the courses yourself and have those techniques done on you. And so if they say, you know, yes, I've treated a transgender person before. Yes, I do it frequently. Or maybe they say, no, I don't do it frequently, but I love this community. I'm so passionate. I'd love to have you come. And then, you know, yes, I've had those treatments, you know, or I've, I've gone to those courses, then that's who you want to go to. Mm. Um, if you get on the phone, the person's like, eh, no, I don't really see that. Or maybe I saw it once, then that's probably not the person you want to go to. Um, so I think that's a great way to kind of screen. And then also, I am a huge fan of creeping on people like you can Google the therapist names, <laughs> creep on the um, website, see do they support trans folks all year round? Or is it just kind of a pride month thing, you know, and um, really do some Google stalking and internet sleuthing. <laughs> I like that. That's good. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I think those are fantastic resources for people to go to. It's not always easy to even understand how to start searching for a provider that might be able to best serve your needs. So hopefully we can get some of those things linked up down in our show notes as yeah. well for anybody who um, might be searching. And really just thank both of you for your time today for uh, interviewing with us and for the work that you both continue to do in the areas of pelvic health and transgendered medicine. Um, we really appreciate your time. Where can people go? I know, Laura, you mentioned your your YouTube channel, yeah. but where could people go to find out more about you, Dr. Laura, and you, Heather, and your company, Desert Harvest? So for me, um, I'm super active on Instagram, and it's just at Laura Mayhofer, which is a very hard last name to spell, <laughs> but I'm sure things will be linked below. Um, and then I have a website, uh, lauramayhoffer.com, where I put out uh, two blogs a month, a newsletter, and then I also have a YouTube channel. So I really am passionate about, about producing free content. And um, some people have even been able to look through the stuff and self-treat successfully without ever seeing me. So that's wow. a huge bonus for me. And if you are a visual learner, I'll say that Laura has some amazing videos because she uses a lot of props and a lot of costumes. So <laughs> yes, really, really yes, fun yes. stuff to learn from. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely is. And uh, for me, um, our website is desertharvest.com. Um, all of our products, all of our information is on there. Or they can also check us out on Instagram at, at desertharvestalavera. Um, my Instagram is at HM Florio, F 
and mine will also be linked. I got one of those fun last names too. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> and we also do as well. Desert Harvest does also have a YouTube channel where we try to put out, you'll see Dr. Laura on there. Um, we try to put out some educational content on a regular basis. And we do have a whole um, pelvic health series that's going to start dropping here soon um, as well um, internally that we've been putting together with the wand work and other things like that. So definitely check us out. Amazing. You guys are really both just bringing so much knowledge, education, research, you know, and what people need and how it can really help their bodies. And I really appreciate it. And Heather, I must say the minute that I saw your website, I told Dom, I think I need all this stuff. (laughs) So, So it really is great products and we, we just, we love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We, uh, um, we love our customers. We love our audience. Um, and we love to educate and just like Dr. Laura, the, the more information that's out there, the better is accurate information. Um, and because we need to get the voice out there, we need to get the word out there. So definitely. Well, thank you both so, so much. We really appreciate your time and we will be following along. I just love when we can trust where products are coming from, the research that is really being done. And I just appreciate these two women who are bringing so much education to this space that is highly needed. And if you know someone who might struggle with pelvic health issues, if you can please pass this episode along to them, it really helps so that other people get to learn this, get to hear it and really understand it. And if you haven't yet, if you don't mind leaving a little rate and review, it really helps so that we just get to help more people get this knowledge and this education out and allow people to hear from others as well to really impact what's going on in their body. Thanks again for joining us and we'll see you back on another episode.